Hi guys, welcome back to An Abundance of Knowledge. I'm sitting here with my uncle. I'm so excited to finally have him on. This is my uncle Mo. Hey, 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 um, hey. I'll give my little background story. This has been my uncle for as far back as I can remember. Uh, uncle Mo, you are my dad's brother, best friend. That's and right. man, you've been in our lives for so I feel like you've been in my life since I was born. Uh, really, that's what it is. But really, you've been there exactly like my dad's brother, our uncle. You've given me that advice. You've given me that love. You've given me that family when I felt like I didn't have family. Um, wow. <laughs> and to the boys, too. You know, we, we speak highly of you. We look up to you. And, you know, I know... Not everything in your life has been perfect, but the way that you've handled it, I admire you. And I definitely look up to you for that. You're an inspiration to me. Even everything you're doing right now on Instagram. Um, I don't know if you kind of want to give your intro of yourself. Well, just like you said, um, the love is the love is uh, mutual. Um, I remember you um, being in my wedding, just a little flower girl. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. Man, but I was always a flower girl. <laughs> 20 years, I was about um, like going on 21 years now. So just think back 21 years. And yeah. um, and I'm so proud of you, of um, what you've become and what you're becoming. Um, like I've spoken to you um, many times. You keep up the good work, um, keep being who you are, keep smiling, keep that joy and that happiness within. Um, if you keep that within yourself, it blooms and, 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 and flourish over many. And as, as we say, your cup will overflow and let your cup be filled and overflow to those that choose to be around you and receive that love and that joy as well. And, and I'm so excited to be on this, um, this, um, podcast with you, um, abundance of knowledge. And that's just uh, an amazing topic on, because abundance is just, it's endless. It's just, it never stops. Just abundance is just mm-hmm. so much. That's something that we need to learn no matter how old you get. You can always learn. You can always know you're never too old not to receive knowledge. And the scriptures tells us that my people die for lack of knowledge. So we want abundance of it. And I thank God for you. And um, I I bless this um, um, through God uh, with my hands. And and I I pray that this will continue to to touch lives and and this will grow. bigger than you ever imagined and it would touch people all over the world in Jesus name <laughs> you know and um, yeah. uh, honored to be here with you so I wanted to ask you your take because I've heard many takes on your story if you want to share what got you started on your journey for your path um, well let's start let's start at um What got you here today? What got me here today? Um, Believing, just believing. Um, We say hard work. We say dedication. um, Consistency. Uh, But a lot of times we leave out believing. I believe that I would be here today. And I think we have to have that in our head. We have to believe that the path that we on, that, um, first of all, God, uh, is, is over it and God is, 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 is on that path with us. Actually, he went before us and mm-hmm. set the path up and we have to know that we've been led by him. And that's what got me here today, believing, um, in God first and believing in myself. And it wasn't always like that. Right. It wasn't always like that. Um, I've been down some dark roads and I come to find out that it's dark roads ahead. It's going to always be dark roads, but 
you got to understand that when the sunshine come, you, you, you embrace that because you're going to need that sunshine within you as you traveling through them dark roads. And, um, you know, I was born in, um, um, Compton, California. Um, me and my, me, um, and one brother sibling, um, from my mom, different dads, neither one of us knew our dad. So that's a story that, uh, for another day, <laughs> but we, you know, grew up and raised in Compton, you know, got in some things just to move forward with us. We, um, surrounded ourselves with the friends in the neighborhood, which became, um, people would quote gang members. But when we grew up, it was just the people that we went to elementary school, the people that we played in the sandbox with one another, went to the park to get free lunch, things like mm-hmm. that. Those that have embraced us as, as, as brothers love, you know, that's how I met your, um, um, dad. We stayed on the same street, um, you know, in the good old day, just, Come out. Yeah, he told me your old house. Porch. Yes, on your porch and you know, and just we just come outside and then everyone's outside. And and back then it was so amazing because we had everybody, every house had a kid in it, and that kid, <sighs> either it was a boy or a girl, we became a family. Oh, and cool. and that's how we grew up. You know, some went one way, some went the other way. Um, but unfortunately I went down a couple of wrong paths, got myself, um, in prison and things like that. And I still don't believe that. Yeah, I know. And, and, it's, and I'm <laughs> because, um, it wasn't, it was a path that it was a detour. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of times people say you got arrested, but basically I got rescued from mm-hmm. where I was headed. Um, God had a, a plan for my life and that's where he stopped me to put some sense in my head. And the last time where it was, you know, a lot of years, he began to speak to me. I began to speak back and begin to understand. And now I have my own relationship. It's not me right. holding my mom's hand and holding my grandmother's hands going to church and going into the child's um, um, children's church and just having fun playing, running around the church, not knowing growing up in the church. And now it had ruined me and I separated um, um, that um, growing up into a relationship with God and then begin to grow in that and, mm-hmm. and begin to move in a way that, um, he would have me to go with, with love, um, with kindness, with people, and peace. And every time I get into a room or a place, I try to share that, share that love. Um, no, I don't try to. It, it's in me, so it's just, it's just um, like I told you earlier. It's just that, that overflow, the uh, that comes out on everyone else, and people begin to receive it as well, and. Um, our spirits connect and then we have a relationship that relationship can last for a lifetime that relationship can last for six months that relationship can last for one day and that's why I told you we have to um, 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 be, be wise and understand that a lot of relationships don't supposed to last forever you're supposed to enjoy that season and that moment to get you to the next step in life. And a lot of times, you know, that one step and we get stuck. We stay there and we don't move because we believe in our head that this is our destiny, but it's not. So we have to be mindful and it's not personal. It's God's plan. It's not personal. It's God's plan. And um, I'm, I'm here today at this moment with you understanding that, knowing that it's going to be some good days. It's going to be some 
bad days. But I got to make sure that my good days outweigh my bad days. It's going to be some crying. It's going to be some laughing. It's going to be some smiling. It's going to be some frowning. But I got to make sure whatever is involved in that moment, I learn from that and move forward to the next step. It's like the sixth grade. You learn what you learn in the sixth grade, not to stay in the sixth grade, but to go to the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. You do when in the seventh grade, to go to the eighth grade, and ninth and tenth, eleventh and twelfth, and then you keep going on in life. What we learned in 2021 through the pandemic should have taught us something moving forward, gave us some knowledge, and we all learned something. We all had to sit down and, and read a book. We all had to um, uh, um, tell a story. We all had to write something so yeah. we can tell the next generation when they come 50 years from now, you know, one day, you, one day, um, you're going to be a, a grandmother. Mm-hmm. I'll be a great grandmother. And, and, and you got to leave a legacy and, and, um, and, and, but if you stay on that one stone and never move because you're afraid to hurt somebody's feelings, you would never make it to what God needs to be. And so, yeah, you, you look, said, um, you should have more, Good days and bad days. And you said something earlier about about how that, I think it's like that negative thought is the way that the enemy gets to you. It's, it's that, I forgot your exact words, but it was basically what I was going to call you about the other day. But <laughs> it's just every day is different. Every day has a different feeling with it. Every day I still wake up feeling good, happy, you know, say a prayer. It's going to be a good day. Motivate myself a little bit. Look at your motivational videos that you post in the morning. Um, but there are still times where it's not great. It's a little down. It's going a little downhill. But I think now the biggest difference is I've learned to Okay, maybe it's not going so good, but that's okay. I'm going to keep focusing on moving forward. That's what you were talking about. Uh, continuing right. on. And doing that has allowed me to not dwell on that bad feeling, that negative feeling, that feeling of I'm not doing enough. I'm not moving. Instead, let me keep moving and continue moving forward, whether it's a big step or a little step. It's still a step. And doing that has really helped me look past the negative and not let it take over my day and make it a bad day. I don't say I have bad days anymore. I have bad moments, but I pick myself up after because I have to change the way that I think about it. That's right. You can't let the negative thoughts get you down. And we all have them. We all get up in the morning. And that's why right. what, what makes things so great. You know, I, um, we all have them thoughts. We all have them, them, them moments. We all have them times where we say, I'm not going to, I can't make it. I'm, I'm just going to give up or I'm going to throw the towel in. But that very right. towel that you're throwing in, that's the towel that was in your hand to wipe the sweat off your face. To keep yeah. pushing. You know, so you don't throw that towel in. You hold on to it. And when that time get rough, you're going to sweat. You're going to cry. You're going to bleed. That's the towel that wipes all that away. It's not the towel to throw in. And that's the thought that the enemy try to put in your mind to let Mm -hmm. you know that this is not for you. But that's a trick to keep you from the destiny. That's only a trick. and, 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 And it's not a sin to have that conversation or have that thought. Because that's what happened in the beginning with mm. Adam and Eve. The serpent came and dis- had a discussion with Eve and just had a nice discussion. Did God really tell you that? You know, right. it's, some mornings, Tiff, did, did the enemy come to you and say, well, Tiff, did, did, do you really think that? Right. You don't oh, like, I get that. You, don't like, you, don't like, you really think that 
You're going to do this. You really think that? Yeah. Look at this. I mean, look, look, at, look what happened before. And you make some good stuff. And then you, be, you begin to say, you know something? That's right. You know, look, 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 look what happened. Mm-hmm. You know? Then you end up being uh, uh, redirected right. with your own thought. The devil never told you, go do that. He made a suggestion. It made mm-hmm. you think about the last time you did it. It made, think, it made you doubt yourself. And that's it. That's all he can do. But if you just stay focused and know that, hey, I'm going to jump. I'm going to leap. I'm going to hop. I'm going to crawl. I'm going to scratch. I'm going to swing and I'm going to kick. But I'm not going to give up. I'm going to get to where I need to be. And if where I need to be was where I'm at today, then God's willing. That means that I'm not going to be here tomorrow. But if you hear me, <laughs> yes, go Let ahead. me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Uncle, do you have any regrets in your life? Um, and I ask you this for a reason, because this is a conversation I have with a lot of people. And uh, I hear things like, you know, I regret doing this. I regret doing this. Do you have any regrets? You don't have to well, like specify or disclose. Right, 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 like right. A- no. You know, um, I used I used to say I would I can say that that I had regrets, but if the decisions and the things that I made, it wouldn't have gotten me here today. Right. So it was. I can always say I regret this. I regret that. I regret mm-hmm. making making a decision that caused me to go to prison. I sh- could should have went to college, but I, <laughs> look at me. I mean, because of that, it changed my direction and my mind. And I'm, you know, this year I'll be receiving my, my bachelor's. How did that wow. happen? You know, <laughs> how, did, how, did, how did that happen? A, 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 a young black boy from Compton um, come out of gangs and being a crook and a criminal and going to prison and um uh, here is today um 50 53 feeling the best i ever felt in my whole entire life yeah. didn't think i'd make it to this point and i feel really good i feel um i feel re- really good i feel really good and i don't regret nothing that i did because if it was not for that, it would not have made me to be the man that I am today. So yeah. when you, yeah, so, so don't regret Did you, when you regret, you look in the, you, you, you look into, you look in too long in your rear view mirror. Right. And that's what that's, that's not what that's for. Cause it's, it's for to just peek and, and, and see where God has brought you from and right. you move forward. That's why the window in the front is bigger. <laughs> yeah, right. don't look. Yeah, but you know, that's that's kind of what I say when they ask me, "How do you not regret anything, or how are you not angry? How are you not upset?" Because, and I made the past few videos that I've made. It's funny how it fits right now because the last few videos that I've made were about kind of that, like people asking me, like, "How are you not so upset? How do you not regret anything? How do you not?" get mad when you think about it or how do you not hate a lot of people say hate hate I don't I don't like to say hate but how do you not hate this person or these people that have done you wrong and it's always been so hard for me because I'm like well you know maybe my family member wasn't the best to me growing up but if I didn't see that if I didn't experience that then I never would have learned the lessons that I learned from that, you know, not accepting someone talking down to me or disrespecting me, um, relationships. Well, I wouldn't have learned how to get to this point in the relationship that I'm in now or that I will be in or when I get married or I have all these lessons with me. So how can you regret what you learn is what I say. That's that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Because everything's a learning a lesson to be learned. So it's yeah, it's how can I 
how can I regret something that made me what I am today, made me exactly what I am today? Because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got to this point. I wouldn't have pushed myself to the point that I did when I came back and called you and was like, uncle, well, no, but, but everything just kind of ties itself up in a little bow. And it's like, here you go. That's what I was trying to show you. All this was just for me to get you here is what I kind of brought together with, you know, my conversations with God. And it was like, this is what I've been trying to show you, but you needed this, this, and this to learn it, to understand it before you could get there. Cause you could get there and not even understand what you're doing there, wow. which is also the crazy thing. Right. Yeah, you're right. You can, that, that, that makes, that makes, that's powerful. You know what I'm saying? You can get there. And when you get there, don't understand what, which, what's your purpose of being there? Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Then, then, then it's, it's like skipping, um, not paying attention in boot camp. And what, when, when, when you get to the real battlefield, you, you wasn't paying attention. Now you're just sitting there like, okay, what should I do now? But you did. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like cheating all through like high school and, undergrad and then you get to your grad school and you're like wait a minute like I don't understand this I don't know what to do you know you can't teach your way through life and that's funny a lot of my lessons about that I've learned from you and my dad really and you know granny you guys give me a different perspective I think talking to the women in the family versus talking to the men in the family. They have a different view. You, I still, I will talk about you with my dad all the time. I'll tell you, you're an inspiration to me and my dad, but I still can't believe the things that you went through, the things that you've been through that brought you all the way here. And I think learning about you was really eye-opening it was really changing for me as an adolescent because I really took to you my teenage years to understand you I think there was a few times I was even fighting with my parents and I called you <laughs> and, um, it was really eye-opening for the first time being a, a teenager going into adulthood because I don't think I've ever really been shown an honest example of hey I didn't have the best you know, experiences, but here I am today and that's okay. More of a, like you, you were always happy, you know, smiling. And even when you weren't, you were still trying to make everybody else happy. And it said a lot. It said a lot because of the people that I was around at that time, they weren't the same way. Okay. So I think watching you and learning about you and then learning about your past, yeah, was really crazy because I'm like, there's no way that's Uncle Mo. There's no way. <laughs> and my dad's like, yeah, he was a fool. And I'm like, nah. And to this day, we have that argument randomly. I'll walk by my dad's room and I'm like, there's no way that was Uncle Mo. He's like, okay. And then he's like, he'll tell you, but that's also a big thing is that you would tell us. You were never trying to hide it. You were never, you know, and you share it with the kids that you have worked with and spoken to. Yes. What would you say to a kid that came to you and said they don't know what they're doing just in life right now? I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I would tell them that it, it, it would sound funny me telling saying this now, but the first thing I would say is that you're on the right track. <laughs> okay. Um, you shouldn't don't, you're not supposed to know what you're doing right now. Um, you're learning. Um, I believe once you get 30 as a man, I say a man, once you get 30, you should at least have a glimpse of the direction you should be going in. You should know. You should, you're supposed to, um, if you're not ignoring it. 
Um, mm. but I would tell any kid right now that the things that they're going through, I understand. I understand why you're mad. I understand why you want to kill. I understand why you want to rob. I understand why you have a bad relationship with your daddy. I understand why sometimes you can't stand your mama. I understand that. I'm not going to stand in the way of someone uh, expressing themselves. But do I have an other, other side to that? Of course I do. But this is what you do with that energy. This is what you do with that. You know, um, there, it was a saying, it's a thin line between love and hate. And that line is really thin. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to cause you where I'm going to walk on that line. Is I'm going to walk in hate or I'm going to walk in love. But remember, it's a thin line. Mm-hmm. Um, but your next, your next decision, when you're emotionally distraught, thinking about that in that moment, you have to understand. First of all, I would tell them, I understand why you're feeling like that, but understand this. The decision that you make, why are you feeling like this, will cause the rest of your life. And what I mean by that, you have to be mindful of the decisions that you make. Mm. At 18, 17, it don't matter. I said 30, you should know. But you got to understand that a decision can cause one de- a five minute decision can cause five years of agony and pain. Mm-hmm. A five minute, a one minute decision, a one second decision can cause the rest of your life in agony and in pain. That's how important. We are as decisions makers. Mm. But I do understand why you're going through what you're going through. And that's why I feel um, that God has called me in, in, in this year, in this in this moment, in, 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 in my space now to be a, a grief counselor, to be a counselor where I can listen and speak to people. And for all, all, um, race um a young real quick i'm gonna tell you i met um in my job i'm working at now i met um a 20 23 year old um um white guy and we just was talking and he took it a liking to me some things i've said and um he was having problems at home with his mom his mom would not let him grow up and you have people mm-hmm. like he was 23 years old she boss him around, but still make him pay bills. And he can't move on with his life because she wanted him to stay at home and pay the bill at her house. So he can't have a life of his own. So he's going, this, he's sharing this with me. And, um, make a long story, long story, um, short. He was starting having, bringing that pain to the job. And he was a very smart guy. He knew how to make bombs. He told me this. He showed me. He said, I said, what are you doing with this stuff? I see you taking that trash. He said, well, I make, I go home and I make, I make bombs. I make bombs. So now my first mind, like, oh, who I'm talking to? I'm, I'm talking to a fool here. I'm going to blow something up. So, so he began to share with me on how, um, you know, how he spent his money on how he liked to buy guns and things. This 23 year old, White guy. So now my first mind, I would say, wow, I would get to get away from him because this is the kind of person still in the news that come and shoot <laughs> up the, he shoot his mama no, first. Don't mean to laugh. And so, and so, but this is, this is my point I'm making because of me showing him love and talking to him. I didn't even know he finally got fed up at work on different things. And he called me one night at work out of the blue. Why he called me? I gave him my number for another job. So I text him when they say, hey, man, I'm going to text mm-hmm. you the security job by your house because he want to make extra money. I said, I can get you one. They're hiring this by your house. So that's how I got his number. So 
that's how he got my number, rather. So he called me and um, said, hey, man, I, you know, I'm fed up here. I, I can't take it no more. And now everything came to my mind, the guns, the bombs, everything. So I had to talk to him in a way on how I had to diffuse and bring his, bring that energy, that negative energy down to a point where he could understand his next move because his next move wasn't going to be good. So I just basically mm-hmm. talked to him and, you know, you know, this and that, man, you got this, you got your life, man, you got your, all your life ahead of you, man. You're going to be a great father one day. Um, you're going to have great children. You want to, you want to leave a nice legacy, man. All this will, will pass by. This is just a, a stepping stone in your life, man. Learn from it. Take a break. Take a breather. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be mad. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, to think what you're thinking. But be careful on the decisions you're making off of what you're thinking. So um, we did that talk. We hung the phone up. And um, the next day, he said, man, man I, I appreciate it, man. Um, that call is day, he, he said, I was, I was ready to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is real life. <laughs> this mm-hmm. happened, it's like last month. So I'm not saying that. And this is where I, this is where God told me, this is where you belong. You belong in a place where people can call you. So you have to have, so your mind have to be right. You can't be going through something and, uh, and making a bad decision. It's because I go through stuff. I go through stuff every day. Um, I mean, I went through something the other day. I felt like giving up. I felt I was mad because I got depressed because here I am a youth counselor everybody's saying they get stuff from me and they talk to me and this and that and, and god had this for me but yet and still the adversary come and say but you failed as a father because you didn't have a father you you failed ultimately your son is dead so he comes to me hardcore so mm-hmm. i gotta know something damn i couldn't even save my son and anybody in their right mind as a man, they know that the, the, the only thing that you ever want to be as a man is a, it's a provider and a protector. If you can't protect, if you can't provide for your family and protect your family, you feel like a failure. And here it is, the adversary telling me you made the ultimate failure. You could, your, your son could even pass the age of 18 years old. What did you do wrong? You, you, you're a failure in that. So you can stop on the rest of your five kids because they ain't going to be nothing. They ain't going to be no good. So I got all of them. So I have to deal with this stuff. I'm just telling you now real life stuff. I have to yeah. deal with stuff because I have a, because God have a bigger plan for me. How I'm going to save somebody if I'm not here. So yeah. do I about revenge? Do I get mad? Do I think about hurting somebody? Of course. That's the first thing people say in their mind. Something happened to my kid. Uh, I, I, I'm going to die for him. I, I'll kill for him. So how do you think I got to feel now knowing that someone not just hurt my child, but murdered him? Yeah. How do I, how do I have to, how do I wake up every day? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. I'm asking. So I'm, I'm asking the question now, how do I wake up every day? I'm going to tell you why. I'm asked, I'm waking up because every day is a task. Every day. That's why I don't have time to gossip. Right. Talk about people. Um, talk about stuff that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I have so much in my own life. And, and I know a lot of people have, you know, may have gotten upset at me because I'm not, I couldn't be, I'm not there for them like I used to. Uh, just want a phone call or come visit because there's so much that's on me that I got to do with myself. And one day, at the end of the day, I, I'm just tired. I just yeah. want to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm just keep myself together. And, and I have to regroup. And um, and I have to spend time with God. That's important for me. That's the only thing that's been working for me. Because if I don't have the positivity in reading scriptures and, and listening to um, um, music that's soothing in my mind, if I'm listening to uh, negativity music all the time, and don't get me wrong, I still listen to other music that 
that I, I like to groove to and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I have to be careful. Sometimes I got to put my phone, I turn my phone off and put it in my drawer because I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to look at stuff that's going to be negative. Ne- ne- um, a lot of negativity. And guess what? We love negativity because we're in the flesh. Right. If, if I'm strolling down my Facebook, if I'm strolling down my Instagram and I see somebody preaching and teaching like somebody, what we're talking about now, people go, people scroll past this. Pretty much, yeah. Into the fight, into the next one where people cussing out their mama and fighting right. and scratching and killing. That's where we stop it. That's yeah. where it, not this. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand that. So that's why we have to continue to do what we're doing. No, like, yeah. mm-hmm. you said you said something interesting to me in a conversation we had when I moved back you said when you are by yourself you have to watch your thoughts but when mm-hmm. you are with others you have to watch your words mm. wow. that I've been living by and I've been struggling with because I didn't realize how hard that is because most of the time you're not aware of it. My thoughts, yes, I've been doing a lot of work with. I've been trying to change my mindset. I've been trying to change the negative way that I would think, even just about myself. My words, when I was with other people, when I came back, because there were people that I realized I was keeping around me and they were very negative because I was very negative. So their words are negative. And getting in conversations with them, I realized, ooh, I'm a negative person when I speak with them. I don't like that. Mm. So I had to be very mindful of it and change it. I don't uh, know if you remember saying that. No, I remember now because I remember I remember the quote because I got that quote off of a random meme. I just saw it as I was scrolling on Instagram. And um, don't even know um, who said it or whatever, just know that when I heard it, it just touched me because I'm like, wow. Um, when you're by yourself, you got to watch your thoughts. And when you're around mm-hmm. people, you watch the words because when you're by yourself, you harm yourself with your thoughts. When you're around mm-hmm. other people, you harm them with the words. Uh, and so it just started, and I started putting my own knowledge into it. I'm like, wow. And I said, I started thinking about my life. And anybody that's honest, a lot of time when you by yourself, you can get in trouble all by yourself. Yeah. You don't need nobody to get in trouble. You can you can be <laughs> the worst influencer with your own self. And before you know it, you 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 saying things, doing things that's not not pleasing to yourself, not pleasing to God. And so mm-hmm. Once I start having that relate, that's why it's important to have a relationship with God because God is with you always. And it's one thing I'd say is kind of funny. And she looking at me right now. I said to myself, I said, one for God and Coco. I don't know what I do. Coco. Uh. <laughs> because Coco loved me to the end. And you have, if anyone have pets, they know um, mm-hmm. a dog, you can jump off a cliff and they'll look at you and and they'll come right back. They'll come right behind you if and, uh, a dog. And so, like right now, everybody's asleep. No one paying attention to me. Who's paying attention to me? Coco have mm-hmm. the time and the patience, the love, everything. When I come in the house, who's the first one to greet me? Right. My dog. Yeah. And it's it's three living things in the world. There's three living things in the world. Um, human, animals, and a plant. But only God made us in his image. Everything dies. Only three living things. A god mm-hmm. um a dog have don't have a a, a soul to ask for um, forgiveness or even salvation. Mm. Uh, A dog just has a spirit. Don't have a soul. A plant, you know, you water it, it grow. If you don't water it, it die. 
<laughs> and they knew three things. The main thing that keeps them three things living is water. But God has, he made us in his image. He made everything else to glorify him. So, um, people say animals, um, that's animals has, has that sweet spirit. Animals don't have a, a, a a soul that they, they got to, um, hold accountable for. We have, we have a soul. That's why it's important to be able to, um, accept God, accept the Lord Jesus, our personal savior. So we can be saved from sin. A dog won't have to be saved from sin because a dog won't have a soul. Yeah. So, so okay. um, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to throw that in there real fast as I was talking about. No, that. you you solved an argument that me and my mom have been going back and forth about for years. So <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Oh, okay. um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, we've been back and forth. That makes a lot of sense. Well, that that really cleared it up. Okay. Wow, Dean, why you didn't tell me this? Dean. Yeah. Yeah. So Dean, so Dean looking at you. Dean said, "I'm going to heaven. What about you? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, so you coming <laughs> with me or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What brought you to to being a a youth counselor? Um. Well, I wanna. Well, I'm not actually. Youth, I'm a youth minister now. I deal with the youth, but I know you're, the question you're asking. It's just that I want to, hopefully that I can, because I know what the youth be going through, because I went through it. And um, I, I'm trying to, to gear them in the right area or just put the knowledge in them. So once they get to an age, they can remember saying, you know something, Mr. Moe, he say that or I may be dead and gone. I come to understand that I may not even live to see it, but that's not my job. My job is to speak the word, speak the power, speak truth. So one day somebody can be able to say, you know something? Like it happened to me. Hey, okay. This this what he was talking about. And and there and that's our and that's the future. That's what the future holds. And I I need to give something back. Um, that, that, that God give me. And that's, and that's, that's it. It's want to be around the youth counselor. Um, I, I talk to people, um, in grief. Um, I understand grief. Uh, I understand that people grieve differently. Um, that's, the, that's my ultimate calling. That's what I wanted to have a practice once I get my, after I get my bachelor's and then I'm already, um, I'm already paid up, already for my uh, my master. So it's just up to me to move to keep moving forward. And um, it's going to be a little bit more um, tough, tougher. But uh, if I made it this far, I'm, I'm gonna keep going because I'm because it's my passion. It ain't nothing that I'm doing because my mother told me to do it, or my daddy thought it was a good idea, or I'm doing it because I'm trying to find myself. No, I found myself. Now I'm just pursuing my passion and my, my God's calling on my life. Okay. That's why I'm excited about it. Yeah. You look happy about it. I'm proud of you. That's great. Going back to school. Man, you and auntie, auntie just finished her degree. She's working on her master's. That's cool. I'm right there with you. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, you, you, you're doing it. And then your, your dad and your mom, they, it was good. They they did it. He when I remember when he went through school and the act the finish your question. I mean, when I first came home from prison, he was right there, and uh, and um, he and I got a job. He put me right in with him, dealing with the um, the youth and the projects, and I fell in love with it. And that's oh. I think connected, and then. Um, and I had an opportunity to, to go to Washington, D.C. and meet some great people and different things like that and meet some great um, youth counselors and meet some um, some great children. And I, I think that's what, what really got me juiced up. Say, this is this is what I want to do, you know. And um, then I seen 
mom, you know, going through school and you know, getting, you know, going through nursing school and on top of everything else that a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, you know, yeah. outside the sure. family. I'm in the family, so I see the extra things. So, and I said, wow, you know, and sometimes I know she, you know, had to go to her car or whatever and study and, and on her break and things like that to get to yeah. where she get. And it wasn't really even for her. She was just doing it for the family and, you know, to make a way and, and to get through that, you know, that was encouraging. And, um, and, um, and just, and just knowing, like I said, and, um, and, and, and your dad on how he, uh, represented, um, a friend from all the way from childhood because a friend, I tell my kids all the time, um, when you get my age, you're going to be able to count your friends on, 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 on one hand, if that, and I'm down to, um, a pinky finger mm. <laughs> and it's real because when you call your, when you, when you say you have a friend, the Bible says friends stick it closer than a brother. Mm. And real quick, you know, when I was in prison, um, your, your dad, he came, he only one that ever came to visit me. He sent me pictures. Mm. He sent me, wrote me letters. Um, he yeah. accepted, oh, he accepted my phone calls. Um, sent me, sent me money. Um, and was there, was there, uh, waiting for me. Um, when I got, when I got home. So, I didn't know that. So, so when the Bible say that when I was in, when I was in prison, did you come visit me? When I was hungry, did you feed me? Now, I only have one person that I can say that ever done that, you know? And I'm like, and that's, and that's, 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 that's your bro. So I'm going to get off that because I'll end up doing stuff that I, I try not to do, cry. <laughs> uh, I don't know that. You never said anything about that. That's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. you don't, don't want to say nothing. Like, I mean, that's what it's all about. That stuff that you do. Yeah. That be, um, He's like that. He, well, you, yeah. You, you know it. You know it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you both, you both, you both are like two halves of just this spirit that I feel like, I mean, all of you, really, everyone, everyone that has been in your life, at the center of my life. Yeah. I mean, you know, my mom and I, we fight, but I mean, that's my mom. (laughs) And I mean... My dad too. We we argue, we fight, we get mad, but I feel like you know a little bit to my mom because she is a she's a hard worker. I don't think that's that's been my hero. She's been my inspiration to work hard and keep going. Uh, she got three kids. She had three kids going through nursing school. Is everyone? My dad is that you know, funny side, personality, piece. everyone, you give me that, that mindset. Granny gives me the, just everyone put together. I feel like I have that power of the generations before me who are able to tell me, Hey, like we went through this, we went through this, but you know, and it's not all great. It's not all glamorous. It's, it's going to happen. You're going to fall down, but are you going to get back up? Is the question. That's, you, Auntie, Auntie Latoya, Auntie Chia, like you guys have really, with the, unknowingly, and unknowingly for myself too, because I was hearing you guys all these years, you guys were talking to me, and yeah, it resonates later. Later, when you get to a point where you're like, oh, okay, I see what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. I see what Auntie meant. Like, yeah, it's, it doesn't come right away, especially with my dad. I say that a lot because he used to tell me things. I was in like fourth grade, fifth grade. I'm like, man, I don't care. Like, whatever. I'm just going to, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing it. And then later on, he's like, okay. But remember I told you. And then I'm 18 years old going through things. And he's like, mm-hmm, remember what I said? And I'm like, yeah, dad, it's hard out here. Because he used to be like, enjoy high school. But when you get out. It's the real world. I'm like, well, it's not that bad. Got out there and I was like, Dad, I need help. 
So it's just, it's really cool that a lot of your words, a lot of things that sometimes you say because it just comes to you, it really resonates later. And I can't tell you all how much I appreciate you and how much I love you and proud of all of you too. I'm proud of you guys and all your moves and they're not little moves, they're big moves and you guys keep going regardless of whatever situation you're in or whatever happens. Um, and I know, you know, Mook was a big step for you. It was a big, a big pause and I felt it and I saw it mm-hmm. and I really, really, you know. He was a part of it. Yeah, that was, I mean, I mean, I remember like being kids and he was in a diaper and running around. Right. Um, I really wish there was more I could have done years back. But I think you are an amazing dad. I think your parenting, my dad's parenting, because we are not your biological kids. And yet you guys take to us like we're even more than that. Make us family, make us a part of the family. You're not even my blood uncle, but you treat me like you are, you know. Oh, yeah. It, it, it don't matter no more about blood yeah. and what, you know, you know, because um, that's one thing, you know, that you have to realize through this, this, this journey that um, uh, we can spend our entire life yearning for the love that we think we should get from people that we think that should love us. Right. And, and and waste our time and waste and throw away real love from people that's trying to throw it at us and they're not even related to us. So what's, what I'm saying is that a lot of times you feel that because that's my brother, because that's my auntie, because that's my, my uncle, my dad, my mom, my sister, they should be loving me like I want to be loved. But mm-hmm. here it is, you have a friend. Someone that you knew only five years that loved you unconditionally. That was the person that God has put in your life to be there for you when times you need real love. And I've learned that over these years that the love where you think it's coming from usually don't come from that way. Don't get me wrong. You have your family going to love you this and that. But I'm talking about someone that you really can, 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 can almost count on. A lot of times it don't come from the people that you think it should come from. Does that make any sense to you? Um, it comes from mm. outside. And, that, and as you grow and get older and get wiser, you will understand what I'm saying. Um, and that's why even the, 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 the Bible, the scriptures say a friend stick it closer than a brother. So when, when you say that um, um, we're not blood, um, you know, that I understand what you're saying, but yeah. um, I don't even, you know, we, you know we, we ought to scratch that out and just say, right. you know, this is the part that was played in my life and it's called the uncle. This is the part that was played in my life and it's called the father. This is a part that was played in my life and it's called a grandmother. This is the part that was played in my life and it was called a brother or a sister. And we embrace that right. and we live with that and we be happy. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've had that conversation with my dad. Yeah. You know, in our episode, we kind of touched on it, but for the most part, I get a lot of uh, backlash about saying that's my dad and you know, the fact that he is black and that doesn't make you black and just things like that. Like, that's not really your family, but it is, but it is, but that's my dad. That's my father figure. That's the person that stepped up and raised me. And I don't think it should be a question to it. That's my dad. No, Like it's, it is what it is. 
but it's crazy that a lot of people don't see it that way still. If you're not blood, you're not really family because they'll say, well, that's not really your cousin. That's not really your dad. And I'm like, well, I mean, who are you really to say who is my family and who's not my family? Yeah. And, and that's, and, you know, just to say that, you know, it was the most hurting thing that I had to deal with. Um, just going back to speaking on um, MOOC, um, you know, I, you know, when I came into his life, I potty trained him. That's just to let you know how young he was. Yeah. I got him out his diapers and, and able to go to the restroom on his own self. Mm-hmm. So when people would say in so many words, like when he passed away, like that wasn't his real son. So like that shouldn't be a big deal. I think that was that that was more painful than his passing. Yeah. For people to think like that. But I understand why people think like that. They don't know um the history. They don't know the story. So but that was that point. I'm I'm over that now, but you know, we never he called me dad. And I, yeah. I never told him to call me dad. No one ever made no one never um um told him to do that. I, he called me dad and and I told him that you should try to reach out and uh, talk to your real father and get a relationship because I know how I feel not to have a father, not to even know who he was, not to even know if he walked in the room. Um, I would say, oh, that's my dad. Don't even have a clue. I had to live with that. Mm-hmm. I'm at peace now, but um, but 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 um, but that can be that can be that can be wear and tear on on, on your on on your on your heart, you know. But um, yeah, yeah. But that's but you know, the, 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 take the steps out. Just get right yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But continuing on your journey, continuing on your path. What do you do every day, every morning? maybe even in those moments where it gets dark, what do you do to keep going? I pray. I pray and I just remember what I done what I've been been doing to, to get me to my happiness and I just revert back to that and just continue just being consistent with that. Um, and knowing that I have a legacy now, I have grandkids, daughters and sons and a community that's dependent on me to make it through the day again. And that can get hard if I think about it. I don't think about it. That's the problem. I don't Mm -hmm. think about it. I just do it. I just jump. As a little kid, everybody used to stand at the end of the pool and touch the water and see how cold it was and and, and, and ask somebody how the water is and how deep it is. I've learned as a little kid, if you just jump in, mm-hmm. all that thought and doubt and is it cold, is it warm, it goes out. You're in it now. Mm-hmm. It's a part of you, so you don't have to worry about what it might feel like or what it should feel like. So yeah. what I'm today, when I woke up this morning, I just jumped in it. And it's not what about anything. And I jumped in with, with, with a positive mindset. And I asked God to continue to, I thank them. Um, and I put everything yesterday behind me. The matter that I think that matter behind me. Cause I found out that the sleep in your eyes is called matter. The things that be in your eye, you get a wipe out in the morning time. Mm-hmm. It's called matter. And I said to myself, say, wow. I said, once you wipe that out of your eyes, it don't matter no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new day. Move forward. So you don't go outside 
with matter in your eyes. You don't go outside with sleep and slide one side of your mouth. You wipe your, you wash your face and you right. go out. So why you can't do that with your heart and your soul and mm. your, in your, in your being and your, and your thinking? You wash your thinking from yesterday. You wash your thinking from last night. You watch your heart and you brush your mind and you get back out there and you move forward just like you wash your face and you brush your teeth. Wow. See, I've been waiting to have you on here because I just want to share your knowledge, your mind. I feel like your presence just needs to be no, you're such a, a light uncle. I can't even tell you. <laughs> like, oh, I've you. loved speaking to you, having you a part of my life, my journey. And uh, I definitely need you and Auntie on here together because you both like fireworks together. But, yeah, yeah, we we waiting on that. And I, I've told her about it too. We're going to definitely get that. And um, I'll let you know. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll figure that out. But I appreciate you, all your words of wisdom. Amen. Is there, is there anything else that you want to say before we end? No. I was I hoping should... you could close us out with a prayer. Okay, that'd be great. I just want to say I love you and keep doing what you're doing. Um, it was an honor um, to be on your, your podcast. I, I had to commit to it. I had to make it on, put it on my list as something very important. So, because a lot of times we, we do with family, we just, okay, that's not that. Okay. But no, I got to put you, I got to put it on my list. Just like I put everything else on my list and, and commit to it. So I'm glad that we got this opportunity. Um, your inspiration to me, because it's something I want to do. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. And, um, and I'm just, I, I just smile when I see your face on Instagram and you say in words of wisdoms and things like that, I just say, wow, look at that. You know, so I'm, I'm honored to be a, a, a part of, um, of your growth and what you're doing even right now. Oh, thanks, Mark. I love you too. I miss you guys. I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> yeah. But we'll okay. see. So, um, we can pray. Okay. Father God, we, we thank you for this opportunity to even be called sons and daughters of you. We thank you for not allowing no hurt, harm, or danger to come upon us in the, the midnight hours. And we thank you for things that sometimes we, are ungrateful for. We thank you to be able to pick out the color shirt that we want to wear today. There's some people that only have one. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for the strength that you've given us to get up in the morning to make a living, to do the things to honor you. We thank you for our family. We thank you for this moment. We ask that you continue to touch us and and, and, and anoint our words, anoint this podcast that many people around the world will be able to see that and learn from this and understand and be inspired by these young ladies. Touch them, Lord. In Jesus' name, I just ask that you continue to move and go before us and dismantle obstacles that the enemy has caused to trip us up. Put a light in our head, illuminate our minds of knowledge and let this abundance of knowledge go across the entire world that people can come and be excited about listening to and understanding and living and taking advice and moving forward and having great marriages and great relationships and great parenting skills through this. We ask that your hand be continually touching and be continually moving and guiding each and every one of us collectively and individually. And we thank you. Thank you for my niece and continue to 
to move in her life. Continue to turn the light on in her. Continue to give her the wisdom that she needs to do the purpose that you called her to do. Continue to raise her up that she can be the young lady that you desired her to be. Continue to speak through her that power that would touch other youth, her peers, her respected friends. And we will give you the glory. We will continue to praise your name. We will continue to put you first in our life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, man. Amen. Thank you. And I love you. And um, oh, yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I'm so happy I get to share my uncle and his thoughts with you. We'll see you guys soon for another episode. We'll have my auntie on here too. But I'll see you soon. God bless. God bless. Abundance of knowledge.